I'm Jamie J. Carr. And I'm Richie F. And this is the One Leg, One Eye Podcast. podcast. Hello, everybody. I'm Dr. Nick again. Uh, and welcome to episode four of the One Leg, One Eye Podcast with myself, Jamie. And, and uh, myself, Richie. Tim, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Uh, it, I'm good. I was sick last week. Oh. Yeah, I, I, I thought I had uh, COVID. I thought you said it was diarrhea, but... It was, actually. I did have that as well. Well... Both of us constantly have verbal diarrhea. As yes, well. that's always good for a podcast, though, isn't it? Definitely. Yeah, Definitely. I, I got. I, I was weird. It was like everything that COVID is meant to be, but I didn't have COVID. That's it's it's crazy um, to to think about uh, having COVID. Um, the same thing happened when when I had COVID, and my wife Nara, she uh, she she showed negative. For a long time, and uh, she showed all the symptoms. Hmm. So I was I was in bed shivering. Yeah, like I, I had <sighs> shivering, and I, I had like six blankets on me, um, and you know all the fatigue, all the everything you're supposed to get. I had basically, apart from I didn't lose me. Uh, I was going to say soy, uh, but that'd be <laughs> no, that'd be me. That's the next strain of COVID. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I didn't lose me. <laughs> <laughs> you just go blind for six weeks it's grand <laughs> no you'll be grand as soon as it passes six weeks you go blind for just go deaf in the left ear a little bit and then it comes back to you with yeah, a good ring you actually just go blind deaf and you lose your taste and your sense of touch for four weeks so basically you're kind of dead for four weeks and then you come back a bit like Jesus yeah uh, that's the next strain no please God no don't be I'm blessing myself and touching wood here at the same time um how are you? I I'm good. I'm good. I missed you. I missed you too. And a lot of people have been saying that he missed us. Yeah, yeah. Have they actually? Yeah. Probably one person. And it was your your ma. Yeah, it was, yeah. Thanks, ma. <laughs> <laughs> our our two listeners. She, she's my biggest fan. <laughs> My ma and your ma are our two uh main listeners. They're the original only fan oh, people. Now we're getting where what? <laughs> Look, if your man's on OnlyFans, that's fine. It's the modern world. Uh, but don't don't throw my mother in yeah, there. Yeah, she wanted to split me in on it. I'd actually wouldn't mind if my man was on OnlyFans. No, neither would I. I'd give her, I'd give her support. I wouldn't watch any of the videos or oh, anything no. like that. But like, I'd give her moral support. Oh, uh, yeah. I'd buy her like stuff out of... Uh, what's that shop? DeWalt. <laughs> no, where they buy all the sexy stuff in town. Oh, eh... Uh... Sensations or something what is Oh it? I don't know about that one Whoa, What's <laughs> oh, this Oh I'm giving out On the Jesus. secrets now I was talking about The, the bras and the, and the panties Oh the lingerie yeah. The lingerie What is that You were there going Sensations on Cable Street <laughs> uh, How did you know oh, It was Cable no, Street No that's what you said No I didn't I don't know where it is I've <laughs> never been Into one of that blow-up doll was a prop for a short <laughs> film in, on the bed in there, all right? I returned it. That was a prop. They right? wouldn't accept it without, uh, yeah. with the stains. <laughs> yeah, but if my man was on OnlyFans, like, I wouldn't. I, 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 I honestly wouldn't mind. Neither would I. Um, I, I honestly wouldn't. Um, I, I actually would give the support there, like, mm. fair play to you, you know? Only if she gave me like a couple of quid out of it. Though. Yeah, I don't think me me stepfather now would appreciate it, but you know, I, he I, might be a, in it as well. That's it, a, a Patreon. <laughs> Sorry to Richie's mom. <laughs> <laughs> She's listening to this. Um, so 
we don't we don't have a team per se a theme. Uh, people always slag me because I say thirty two and team like I don't say it properly apparently. But anyway, uh, we don't have a team for the podcast, but we kind of do, and yeah. it's kind of like childhood slash the nineties. Yeah, uh, is the team and uh, so for the first kind of first half of the podcast, I think you're going to be asking me some questions um, that you're interested in in terms yeah. of my childhood. So I don't know what the questions are going to be or what you're and interested in. And then for the second half, yeah, uh, I'll do the same to you. So, so we actually haven't like we honestly haven't prepared any no questions for this because because we wanted it to be as natural as possible and these are genuinely questions that i'm interested in now everyone else then can can peek interest and maybe you can ask jamie some questions after in the comments below wherever you're watching on or listening on and yeah don't forget if you are listening uh if you're, if you're watching this on youtube subscribe please as well if you can or on spotify i think you can hit the notification bell so you get notified so give that a quick one if you can for us we would appreciate it so let's 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 start this off. So one of the first questions that pops into my head. So in the 90s, it was tough for, for children um, growing up. Um, especially when, like, when you compare it to nowadays because every, everybody is quick to, to say, oh, stop the bullying. Um, that, that's bullying. And, and, and everyone is, is aware of how tough it, it, like it, life, life can be. On a child that's that's bullied. So, my my first question to you, Jamie, was, what was it like growing up in the nineties, uh, having the the disability that you have? Um, good question. Uh, I don't know if it was diff- it was if it was more difficult in the nineties though. I know, you, obviously, you that's your opinion from what you said there. Um, I don't know if it was though. I think in a lot of ways it was easier. Because there wasn't the internet and stuff like that and social media as a kid growing up now. It's it's mental, you know, eight-year-olds on TikTok and making TikToks and slagging each other about TikToks and Instagram and all that stuff um, is a whole different ball game. But uh, uh, growing up, if, I, I wasn't really bullied as, as a kid. I think in secondary school, people were a bit harder on me. And I had to fight a lot more. But as as a kid, I was kind of really confident. Um, I'm, my dad was always very a tough chap. And he used to say, if anybody hits you, hit them back in the nose, straight in the middle of the face, and then hit them again and again. Don't just stop after one, but only if they hit you. Um so he kind of instilled a bit of confidence in me as a kid. Um, and I was a bit of a bollocks, you know? So nobody really effed with me. Right. Because I wasn't afraid to get into a scrap as a kid. as a, Even as like four, five, six, like, you know, I wasn't, af- I was never afraid of that. So it kind of gave me a bit of confidence. And yeah, I got slagged a little bit, but everybody did. As a kid, you know, um, but kids didn't really know what was going on. Like, if we're talking like age five to ten or eleven, like, mm. um, the kids don't really see at that age. They just see it for who you are, 
they at, at first yeah they'll go oh what happened or why how come your leg is like that i can remember questions like that mm. but as soon as that part is over in an all boys school anyway and, and you know most of the, the the mates i grew up with were all boys that i hung around with on the streets um they would you know it was fine i got i got a, a bit of slagging but everybody did you know fucking mick down the road had a big nose he got slagged over that i was missing a leg i got a bit of slagging over that um so you were just one of one of the lads yeah so just 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 uh, one just just a kid with it you know i didn't even fully realize myself when i was a kid that it, it that you know it's it's a big deal or that you know i just it just was me so I, I, I yeah maybe secondary skill was different though but we're not really talking about that so yeah and was there anything that you found for yourself in your own opinion that was that was more difficult for you to do growing up in the 90s than it was for other children that uh, didn't have the same wasn't in the same situation as yourself yeah like swimming i didn't really want to swim because i didn't want to take my leg off in front of people when i was a kid i was a little bit self-conscious about that so i didn't go swimming with the class um i remember cycling a bike was obviously difficult because i had a leg at the time that didn't bend it was just straight all the time yeah so but i still did it and you know i can remember my mom and dad and my sisters teaching me but the leg so when i was cycling the bike <laughs> i was using my left leg and obviously my balance is off so it's much more difficult to balance yeah. i had to kind of figure that out and i'd fall off the bike every 10 minutes it was like a meme but i'll tell i'll tell you that first but i'll tell you about that but um <laughs> i learned how to cycle the bike by just cycling with my left foot and it used to be i used to wreck all my trousers all my tracksuit bottoms because the right pedal had come swinging back around and it just knocked me leg so my leg, my leg, for anybody listening on Spotify, my leg be just hopping up and down as I cycle like that. <laughs> and me back of me, smacking off the back of me prosthetic. But well, I still blew around, blew around you fingless, know. you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you'd, but, you'd hear you coming before you seen you. Yeah, yeah. It was just <laughs> doo -doo 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 -doo. But I remember like, <laughs> even as I got older as a teenager, um, <laughs> it became a meme right because if i was on the bike and even if we were just standing around at the shops but you know the way you'd stand around at the shops yeah but you'd be on like you'd be on your bikes on the bike standing yeah. kind of um <laughs> if in any way i lean to the right <laughs> i couldn't I, I obviously i can't move my right leg like it doesn't it does no mobility and i can't move it by itself do you know what i mean the yeah so if anyway I fell to the right and if I had this is when I had the bend in it so I used to have the foot on the pedal and yeah. it'd bend with the bike but if I if I leaned to the right there's no way I could stop myself from falling because I couldn't put my right leg out to stop yeah. so every like couple of hours I, I'd just fall <laughs> off the bike and it, <laughs> we'd be just standing around or whatever just and I'd be just Jane gone again <laughs> and it became <laughs> This is like when I was a teenager, like 12, 13, 14. It became a thing where the lads wouldn't even react. It'd be they just, just a normal I'd just thing. Be, they'd be all just conversating and I'd just go and drop onto the deck. <laughs> and they'd be like, there he is again, look. 
they wouldn't even laugh anymore. It didn't. It wasn't even funny anymore to them. They were just like, "Ah, oh, he's up there. He is. Yeah." This has just come off the bike. Yeah. Um, um, what what sports um what sports did you play in growing up in the nineties? Like, did you did you have any favorite sports? I loved football. I always loved football. Um, I remember playing out the back for for years with me big brother John and Jake, my little brother, and before I kind of found a group of mates. You know, I'm talking three, four, f- five, six. I was out the back every day playing football, um, and I actually can remember thinking that I could be a footballer, <laughs> which is so ridiculous to think of now. Um, as a child, it'd be probably ridiculous to think about, but when you think about it now, you have the Paralympics. Yeah, but I don't. I don't I'm not interested in that. You know, you, I wanted to play for Manchester United, yeah, Premier you know, League, yeah, type stuff. Uh, yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I respect anybody who does it. It's class, but you know, as a kid, I was it was would have been my dream to play for Manchester United. So yeah, I played. I joined a local football club and all, um, but I couldn't play because. I was two years older than everyone, so I started school when I was six, mm. um, uh, because my me my, my parents thought it would be better for me to, you know, master master the art of walking properly before. Even though I was, they were just they were just a little bit nervous. So I started when I was about six in school, and all my friends were two years younger. So mm. I played for a football team, but I couldn't actually play the matches because I was too old yeah. to play. You know, so you are you are known as a banger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, I got a few sneaky ones thanks to the Willows FC uh, for letting me <laughs> on to play. Uh, I scored a cracker once as well. It was deadly. Um, but yeah, I, I, everything. I played everything, yeah. The same as everybody else, really. Um, nice. I, I wanted to kind of talk about um, my first leg and I wanted to show you and others um watching so if you're listening on spotify i think richie will do his best to explain the package he's about to receive With one eye yeah <laughs> uh, but if you're watching on youtube you'll be able to see it um so i know you asked me before yeah. the podcast when did i start walking yeah um and it was really really young and it, it my, my parents always tell me like the doctors were so surprised um Sorry, it's just thinking back on it. Um, because I was like, I, th- I think I could have been like the same age as everybody else when they walk. What's it, 11 months? or Yeah. Like I was younger than some other kids. Yeah. That have two legs walking with a prosthetic. Mm. Um, and I, yeah, I can remember my ma kept the, di- she keeps a diary in a, <laughs> in a, in a, not even a diary. It was just like in a, a copy book. Do you know, <laughs> like yeah. that was a diary for her of like my first few months. And I remember sneaking into the room and reading it. And she talks about I should have brought it. How relieved she was when she seen me walking. Yeah. Um. What a what a monumentous time yeah. as a parent to to see a child though. Yeah, I'm getting like, a bit emotional thinking about it and thinking about the love that. My parents had for me and yeah. have for me, um. But yeah, <laughs> this is the most Irish thing ever. <laughs> I had to go over to my ma's to collect this. Uh, it's in a fucking Tesco bag. Well, no sizeofficial.ie, <laughs> not, not a sponsor. And then a pennies. She wrapped it up in a pennies bag and she was like, "Take care of that. It's very precious to me now." <laughs> so uh, if you want to 
unwrap it there. Jesus, it feels like a birthday or Christmas. So what are we unwrapping? So at the minute, we're unwrapping a paper <laughs> pennies bag. Well, it won't rip because Jamie's mum will probably rip into me then. Oh, don't worry about the bag. But, uh, so what we have here, that's... That's tiny. Um, what you, what so you, so we, we have Jamie's first prosthetic leg. Um, I, I'd say the the shoe size for <laughs> for for here. Now this is just for people who who can't see, you know, um, because we do have some people that can't see. So the shoe size would be the size of what you would say probably about a two year old, a two year old shoe size. Um, and what age? Did it's what's it smaller now. It's smaller, one, one, like yeah. because well, like I oh, have girls, you know. Yeah, all I can yeah. have is girls, so they they have small feet. <laughs> yeah. So no, like um, so it it looks between I'd say probably about one and a half to two year old shoe size. That that that's like the the size of the the foot anyway, and and the leg you you would you would say it, it, it I'd say probably about. 14 inches I don't know yeah so sorry not the, the, like it, it, it's <laughs> you just, seem taken aback by I, this I am like it, it's so tiny you, you wouldn't think that prosthetics would be made this small mm. and it's like it, it's actually amazing to look at um, and, and and it's shocking for me like it, like I didn't know about this until why just, is it just, why is it shocking because to, to think that that a child can be so resilient and and to like that you are walking in this mm. you are walking with this like it's it's to quote me man i was flying around with like it's it's just it's amazing um to to think that this is what this is what helped you around for the first couple of years and uh not even a couple of years it would have had to change after like 6 months cuz you're growing so yeah. quick so like it's i i like to be honest i'm drawn back by it a little bit <laughs> like I, I'm, I'm proud of you, for for walking, at, mm. like with this at such a young age. I'm, I'm kind of proud of baby Jamie as well. You know, um, when I look at that, and it does make me uh emotional looking at it. Like, um, <sighs> it's it. Look, um, our our Jamie. If you, if you can't see by this or or by by the explanation of this, you know how res- resilient Jamie is, um. And I I I'm just I'm super proud that that you were able to, able to to um walk around with that. Cheers. Yeah, I haven't looked at this in in years. Um, it's, it's so so obviously this part of it here at the top was strapped to me waist, so there's yeah. me waist size. Look, Jesus. Yeah, it's still it's, it's saved to the. To the to the waist side, yeah. and then there's an in inside liner here. So I used to have to put this on. Yeah, this was the size of you know, my residual limb or whatever you want to call it, or your my birth defect. Um, Jesus. So I used to have to put that in there, and then. And was this the one? Yeah, you, you, that you had explained before, that your. Was it they? They had to pop it off with a stick. Was it or? Uh, it could have been this one, or or or, or maybe a, f- a few ones down the line. I think it was yeah. maybe. I think it was. Uh, no, I think that was when I was about five or six. So what Richie's talking about there is, uh, I spoke bef- before to Richie about how when I was a kid, 
because the suction is so tight on this, like, yeah. you know, it just, if anybody's listening on Spotify, there's an inside liner of the prosthetic that would go over my birth defect. And then I have to put it into the actual main prosthetic that has the, 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 the leg and the foot on it. But when I was a bit older, we, we, they, no, I think it was probably all the time. Yeah. Um, but one specific one was very tight and at night time, Obviously, I take it off to go to sleep, yeah. and my mom would have to get a poker and put it down mm. the prosthetic, like there, and then try and reef it off. And yeah. it used to, the pain of it would kill because it was obviously so tight around, uh, you know, my birth defect. And, um, and you were constantly flying around, so the more you used that, the more it was getting stuck yeah, onto your leg throughout yeah. the day, like. So I remember throughout this specific time I had this specific prosthetic that I used to be scared at night time yeah. because I knew there was a 25 fucking minute ordeal yeah. trying to get the leg off. Like, um, But when I think back at like how strong my parents were, you know, yeah. and how much patience they must have had and how fucking scared they were of me falling and you know I did fall a lot but I got back up and me dad would always just I remember me dad just going come on back up now let's go he never yeah. made a big deal out of it like, you know? like it was one of the uh, yeah, yeah. other kids falling come on up you get but the older I get the more appreciative I am of the support I got from my parents and stuff and all the hospital appointments all the time and how stressed and worried they must have been um you know, but they they said that I handled everything in me in me stride as a kid. So you know that they said that that helped because I was just so confident and just did it and it just got used to it very quickly. So yeah, I just wanted to show show you that. Um, and it's kind of insane just looking at it because it's it's almost like looking at like not everyone has this experience in life where it's like. I'm kind of looking at an old part of myself. Yeah. Like, and holding it. So it's, it's just, it's very, 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 very strange and kind of emotional object, you know? But yeah. <sighs> Jesus. That was deep. Yeah. But, awesome. Like, um, we'll leave it here, will we? <laughs> that's it. Um, like, how how like can you can you remember roughly or even off the top of your head how many appointments would you have having to to go through well uh yeah i can remember um only because every time we went to an appointment me and mom and dad would bring me to a cake shop afterwards oh so nice. i can always remember going cake shop day yeah, <laughs> yeah. get a big uh I used to get an eclair yeah as a tree so I used to look forward to it because the I went to Capital Hospital in, in Finglas. It's the national um, hospital for, you know, orthopedic prosthetics and stuff like that, um, which is handy. That's, yeah. you know, <laughs> that's where, where I grew up. So, um, yeah, I remember going all the time. But the doctors were super nice and they made it fun. Yeah. Like the doctors up there. And the pro the prosthet pro I uh, can never say it, the prosthetists, uh, whatever the correct terms for them, 
were just wonderful, wonderful people that it was kind of fun. It was a day out most of the time. Yeah, there was times where, you know, you're getting castings all the time and it's killing you and it takes ages to because you do have to learn how to walk every time. Yeah. You get a new prosthetic. Um and it takes it can take weeks, months. Depends how lucky you are. Sometimes it could fit they could fit you straight away and you're like, This is grand. Other yeah. times it can t- it can take nearly a year. Depending, you know, until it till it fits right, until everything's right, until you can walk and feel comfortable. So um I've actually nothing but you know, obviously the besides from the pain and the frustration of sometimes it not taking too long, other than that was it's like a day out, it was brilliant. Loved it. And the, the the doctors were just so nice and caring and gentle and making you feel comfortable and having a laugh with you that, you know, it made you forget about why you were there. So And before we even go off this subject, I have to say fair fucking play to your man and dad. For like and, and and let me let me get behind why I'm saying this is because you grew up not thinking what other people can perceive as a problem. Like yeah. having that having that disability. You grew up thinking, No, I'm just just normal lad. You had all the opportunities there and you had the support there, so fair play to your your parents and your, your siblings. Yeah. For for digging in and, and helping you out. And uh like it, it's just it it's great that you've you've had that lifestyle and that that upbringing that it wasn't a problem for you that you had like as you were saying there were slight slaggings and stuff like that as you would growing up as a kid but you got to you got to experience everything that that was possible for you you yeah, know yeah and I know like with with swimming. Because we we went camping before, and you wouldn't even jump in then. So that's like you you still you still don't like that that like um you you said you you can't swim, but maybe that's because you like you you didn't really feel it when you were younger to get in and and learn. But like there's only a certain few things that you weren't able to do, but there was so many other things that you were able to, and mm. that that's down to your upbringing. Like yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, there's a lot more factors and details of of my upbringing that maybe we can get into another time. Yeah. Um, it wasn't all roses either. Do you know what I mean? Uh, by by no stretch of the imagination. But I know my parents did their best to uh, to give me uh, to give me that extra footstep towards independence. You know, and I, I know that's what they wanted. You know. Yeah. Um, but. When I was born, like the when when the doctors foresee me, they said you know he might ne- never walk because, like, the birth defect that I was born with is uh, you know, one in a fucking billion or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's 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 it, the birth defect is more than one in a billion. It's it's only I have it. This particular type of birth defect. You know, uh, yeah. someone else may have a birth defect that's similar, but it's not the same. You know, yeah. So, like, it was a case that the doctors didn't know whether you could put a prosthetic on it. You know, and yeah. I think I think they were asked, should would they uh, amputate it? And, and my parents said, no, he can make that decision when he's older himself. You know, so um, it's actually something that I need to do a bit more research on myself because you know 
because it wasn't never a big made out to be a big deal to me i never really cared to you never gave a consideration full details yeah yeah, yeah. um but I, I i i can remember me man saying that they did they said they didn't know if i would walk and stuff and that terrified terrified them you know um but i am and look at me now walking around the place like a fucking that's it following you know? us like a bleeding shadow yeah can't get rid of me now <laughs> walking over knocking over for dinner uh so yeah um but obviously this is something we can go into a lot more you know in future podcasts unless there's some more questions but i do want to kind of ask you about your childhood and stuff yeah. as well and um we're kind of getting through the halfway through mark so uh i'm gonna go for a pp and we'll be right back you won't even know that I was gone for PP. Watch. So we're back. Uh, I, ju I just wanted to show you a little bit of a close-up. Uh, maybe I'll leave a picture of the prosthetic on the uh, Twitter um, Twitter page we have. There's a link in the description anyway for our social media. If you want to see a picture of it, check the Twitter uh, page for the One Leg, One Eye podcast. Give us a follow there as well. But I'll show you. I'll show the people on YouTube who are watching right now uh, a bit of a close-up of my first ever prosthetic, huh? Jesus. It's bleeding gorgeous. There you are, there, look, so. That, if you want to, fuck, you talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there you have it there. You can see Jamie's first ever prosthetic. The The strap at the top was the, the waistband that would um, go around Jamie's waist um, as, as a child. And the you can see there's no bend in the leg. It was just... Um, a, a straight leg and and then the the foot and as you can see there's the inline there what jamie's um defect uh bear defect would have to fit into and then it slot into the leg um just to as added comfort um because i'm pretty sure but by me holding it there's the the sole of the foot there um by me holding it how hard it'd be if, if that insole wasn't there it, it like it definitely um oh yeah it's be, heavy isn't it yeah it it's it's very heavy like you're talking probably about maybe in and around a kilo like under a kilo I'd say probably about about seven hundred fifty grams for a one year old though to but, yeah like and for the size of the foot that I had to try and yeah, yeah that's that's amazing that is um yeah whoa. Uh, I definitely didn't just wipe my eyes in the toilet, and uh, <laughs> that's not what happened. I swear I was gone for a pee pee. Um, uh, Jamie, if you wouldn't mind just talking into the mic. There. Sorry, you're right. Actually, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh God, Jamie, you were dying for that, weren't you? Yeah, I was dying waiting, for that for waiting the last five weeks since the first episode. Uh, that was that was an emotional roller coaster to, because I've never actually shown someone the way I've shown you like that, like the way. You, you open it and seeing it and it's kind of like showing you part of me childhood um yeah, like letting let me in on a memory like. yeah and everybody else um it's kind of weird but i'm yeah i'm glad i did it tell us a little bit about your childhood uh in, in the 90s is there anything you preferred on a lighter note like is there anything you preferred because i know you're 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 a dad now as well yeah. wonderful dad at that by the way um, both of us wonderful dad um is there anything you wish it was like like in the 90s you grew up in the 90s as well is there anything that you wish that it, let me let me phrase this properly um 
for your kids now, do you feel like they're missing out or do you feel like it's a better time? Because you said earlier. Yeah. Um, so, like, the way the way I think about um, children nowadays um, compared to the way we were growing up. Um, so, we were out and about more. We were thrown out into the wild. Get out there and <laughs> don't come back in until dinner. You know, type of thing. Playing in the muck. You know, muck sambos and all that. Not proud of those moments. Muck sambos? <laughs> muck sambos. Did you have a muck sambo? I had a muck sambo when I was about, probably about three or you something did like not. that. One of my mates here. What? Eat that. What's, yeah. what, what was it? What was it? A muck sambo. No, tell us exactly. Like what? It was It was a piece of bread with muck thrown out. <laughs> I didn't what? know any better. Who gave like, you that? One of my mates down the road. I won't name names. How old was he? He no. I I was the youngest. I was always the always the youngest up until like about about the age of seven of all my friends. So like they would have been like two three years older than me. I had one friend. Why is that? Why both of us had older mates? I don't know. We have very similar upbringings. Yeah, Jesus. like we, we've we've talked about this in the past that like we've a lot of similarities and. Like if it was a tick in the box exercise, we'd we'd have like ninety percent of those boxes ticked. Um, so back towards your your question. No, but um, tell us why did, why did your friend give you a, a muck sandwich? I don't know. Just mad. There were mad times. That <laughs> I, I I grew up in in Ballyferma, um, and it it was it was wild the wild west. Um, I can I can remember as a as a child all the. All the the robbed cars going up and down the road, and then the police coming out and battering people over the heads with batons and all in me in me front garden. You can hear the <laughs> on the head and all when they getting battered over the head. Um, but yeah, like madness. It was madness up there. So had a lot of like, I w- I won't say weird friends, right? But who gives that bleeding mate a muck sambo? Ega. That I doesn't can, happen nowadays. Does I it? can no, it definitely doesn't. And if it did, I'd be bleeding, having serious words with. With the the child's parents, like, what sort of, what sort of shit is this going on now? But um, yeah, muck sambo. Um, I can remember when I was a kid as well. This wouldn't have been, this would have been the early nineties. Robbing a few potatoes, out my mas and the uh, my parents at the time because, well then they split up, you know, got the old divorce now. <laughs> But we won't get into that, right? He took me children. <laughs> type of thing. No, um, let let's keep it on the positive note. Um, no, you don't so, have to keep it on whatever so note you want to. We uh, I robbed a few potatoes out of me mas, right? And me mate robbed a, a, a pan. <laughs> I knew not to rub the pans out of my house because I would have got bet with them, right? But uh, me mate robbed a pan out of his house, and uh, we said, right, give us your. I said, don't give us your pan there, and I ran into my house and filled it up with water right and we were we were little like arsonists when we were younger now I don't mean that as in damaging property right we used to light fires all the time little bollocks we how old were you at when I, this I would have been it would have been after the muck sambos now right <laughs> <laughs> about a year or two after the muck sambos right maybe the muck done it to me what age about though but I'd say probably about about five-ish right five five right and uh, we we lit we lit a fire. We had we you had were lighting light. fires at five years of age. Yeah. Well, your mate would have been about seven. Yeah. Right. And I had a few friends, and uh, one like I think that the oldest I used to hang around with would have been probably about 
about nine. Mm. So we ended up, we ended up, I robbed a few potatoes and we, we ran out across the road, we lit a fire, a few sticks, a few pe- packets of crisps, you know, the crisp packets. What was the pan for? Uh, what were the uh, potatoes we, in the pan for? We boiled potatoes and ate the potatoes out in the, out in the world. <laughs> 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 That's really clever though. Uh, that like for a five-year-old and seven-year-olds to be going out getting to to have the you like the planning the pre-production of getting the pan and the potatoes and then lighting the fire and putting the pan on he's put the pan (laughs) on the fire yeah yeah we had uh we had three rocks set up and we put them on the rocks that's fuck that's incredible yeah me mates (laughs) me mates ma's pot was born to show you (laughs) that's how i knew i but that was in my head even we never tried it before that and that was in my head. No, if, if the pot gets burnt, my mum beat me with it. Where did you come? Why? I don't know. Probably seen it on the telly or something like that. Do you know what, what I mean? <laughs> Bear Grylls wasn't even out. Where did you just get the inspiration? <laughs> maybe, maybe we were the original Bear Grylls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holy o- shit! O- up at the up at the back end of Ballyferma. And did you just get caught? Um. Well, what would any wait? Hold on. If this was like an animated thing, now it'd be gas. What would somebody say if they just walked by and seen a five-year-old <laughs> and a seven-year-old with a pure campfire with three rocks going, cooking potatoes and eating them? Like, that, what would you, I don't know what I'd say if I came up across that. I'd just be like. What the, are these time traveller children? Yeah, we weren't that smart. We didn't bring any butter around with us to put in the middle of it, you know. <laughs> But no, I, like I, I can remember it. it was, they, those were good times. Do you know what I mean? And uh, I can remember burning the mouth on myself with the with the L force bite of the potato. Kind of like, yeah, yeah, I'll try it for them. Was screaming. It, was it cooked well? Was it? It was cooked well. Yeah, some parts were a bit lumpy. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. it's a bleeding small fire. Do you know yeah. what I mean? We didn't leave it that long on the fire, but it it was cooked well enough. No Jeez. jokes. That's mad. I didn't know the story was going to go there when I asked about. Yeah, uh, your childhood. So, uh, do you think? Sometimes I think, um, and people in the comments can let us know what you think as well. Um, sometimes I think we had it way better off than the kids nowadays. And I know, you know, healthcare and stuff like that is better. Mm. And you know, people are in a lot uh, better financial situation. I'm not, uh, but <laughs> <laughs> but people in general are, um, and stuff like that. But I think we had a lot more freedom as kids, didn't we? We did. We definitely did. Like, but saying that now, right, I would have rather grown up as a child now than I did back then because I'm more of a, like, a technical child. Like, I love technology. I was the one that would be crazy about playing video games and all, of all my friends. And I can remember um, it would have been now past the 90s in secondary school, always getting slated, getting slagged. Oh, you're you're an Xbox fan, aren't you? And I'd be like, yeah, but I like PlayStation as well. And they'd be like, no, but you can't like both of them. It's only one of them. You're either PlayStation or an Xbox. And I'm like, yeah, but I like games on the PlayStation. But I have an Xbox. <laughs> like, I, 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 now, never mind. I did. I really enjoyed playing the Xbox. um, And that would have been the favorite kind of game going forward but it, it was the whole the whole spiel of no it's one or the other you can't be both and like there, there was a lot of that growing up be, like it, it, like 
as I go on, I'm referring to like football. I was never into football. I never got into football. And I can remember in the 90s, we went out. Uh, it was a blistering day. It was around the World Cup time. And all my mates, every single one of them were into football. And I can remember one of, one of my friend's dads. Um, this, this is a good time. I still won't name names, right? But uh, they used to live a couple of doors down. I'll name them for you. Big <laughs> pat. Couple with, of doors down. With right? a salmon short and a hairy chest. I don't know. And I, I went out with them. And we went along the canals in, in Ballyfermot. Like, we went all the way. I, I can't even remember what we were doing. We were just out on a walk or something like that. And uh, we came across this shop. And... They bought two big bottles of orange. Can you remember the like the the score bottle? The like spring, it, uh, country spring. That was the, the big one. huge country Fat spring bottles. And they I were nearly saying, drowned myself with one of them. I'll tell you in a minute. <laughs> they were saying, "Roy, we're gonna ask questions, and whoever gets one gets a sup over." And we were all schmigging out of one bottle, <laughs> not a bother, yeah, no, yeah, no yeah. COVID whatsoever inside. Not a thought of that. And uh, backwashing to bits. Yeah, oh, bits God, all over yeah, it. I remember that. But anyway, um. <laughs> they they were all like and and who scored this and what this match and who scored that and I was sitting there like this is fucking unfair as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> poor Richie Parch not getting was, a sup at all it was like midsummer do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking roasting out well I you should have watched the football <laughs> <laughs> I got scolded but oh, then I no. had two of my mates then in my years going. That was Pele. That was Pele. Say Pele. And they'd be like, Pele. But there'd be 10 other kids out there screaming Pele before me and all. And they were trying to help me. I got two subs out of the whole fucking bottle of Country Spring. It was about five fucking litres of juice. They were abnormally large. (laughs) I remember, right? And I swear to God, it just sprang up. True as God. My ma got a big... She used to always get them big bottles of Country Spring, right? And I was a devil for... You know, taking slice ups. Yeah. You know, of me, man. I'd like, I'd, I'd in my head it was like boom, 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 boom. Like it was like a game to get it like a sup because I wasn't allowed to have a sup uh. till after dinner. Uh, so like me, mad go in the bathroom and I'd be like, game on, boom, 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 <laughs> and I'd go into the kitchen, boom, boom, and I'd be, you know, like I do a little tumble and I'll like whatever films I was <laughs> taking. I was just, like a mad bastard, right? And I remember. I used to do it with like two litre bottles of seven up and uh, you know I've been down that road I had experience and opening it real quick taking a sup even with a full two litre of uh, seven up do you so, ever have the seven up coming out of your nostrils yeah <laughs> but, but come here and I tell you right I went in eight year old Jamie seven year old Jamie bum 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 big country spring seven litres of the stuff on the kitchen counter <laughs> right fresh wasn't even opened right so uh <laughs> I was like, I got, I, I, she was in the toilet, so I knew I had a limited time. And I swear I'm not making this up, right? So I could hear her, like, you know, kind of flushing the toilet. I was like, have have a good few seconds left. Fucking give all me my, the cap was like the size of my head. I had to use two hands, right? The thing popped. It went, ba-dunk. When I opened it, because of the, all the pressure, right? So I just grabbed it real quick. I was like, oh, fuck. And I lifted it up, right? And I put it in. And it was so heavy for me little arms, I couldn't stop drinking it. 
So I started I started to drown and I was like <laughs> making weird sound effects and I couldn't lift it away and it was just going down my body quicker than anything. Like it was like a, a waterfall, I couldn't stop it going into my body and I just dropped to the deck <laughs> and, <laughs> and five litres of fucking country spring orange flooded the whole kitchen floor and I was I smacked my head I was on the ground so my ma comes out of the toilet she just goes what the fuck are you doing I was, I was crying on the ground because I nearly died I nearly drowned myself with a 7 litre bottle of country spring oh, oh sorry anyway childhood I can always remember around the Christmas time and you'd have probably about four bottles of that country spring yeah. <laughs> sitting there like and you'd be like I love that white one I do why didn't you get the cream soda one the it's nicer soda. than the orange one yeah or the, the red if you drink too much of the red one the, the the red country spring it used to make you even more toasty yeah yeah what the fuck was that <laughs> That was a that was a fucking marketing. Program. I don't even know what that stuff was made of. No, because it, was it wasn't like, even orange. It, it was, was like half half like orange, half something else, and half tar. Yeah, the, the orange. That's what I was gonna say. The orange tasted a bit like rust. Uh, yeah. After, do you know when you <laughs> yeah. swallowed it, the taste in your mouth afterwards was like yeah. rust, like as if you just l- licked a bike chain. Uh, oh can, God! I can remember then, right? I'm, I'm just had to remember in the story. Where I was, it would have been probably early 2000s now, right? And uh, I was minding my nephew, Anto. <laughs> this, this one's a doozy. Oh, God. Right? So, my sister used to give him seven up. But he was like, I'd say he was about two, two and a half. <laughs> so, but... I can't... What Put it into the bottle anyway for him. No went to a baby's bottle. And he <laughs> shook it. <laughs> I shook it. <laughs> but I turned it. I turned it to the side. <laughs> it just so happened to be pointing at him though. And it just went like a fucking hose. Straight over into his face. <laughs> oh. Man, that thing, I can remember, like, seven up being so much fizzier when you were younger. Yeah, yeah, like, it was, it was. Like, what were they putting in it? I don't and what know. did they not put in it anymore? Because this was like a fucking water hose <laughs> squirting at me nephew, like him, two and a half in his fucking high chair, like this. With the thing nearly fucking drowning him. Oh, Jesus. Oh. Yeah, remember you used to put seven up used to put in baby bottles. That yeah. always was a thing. <laughs> Back in the nineties they'd put anything in that fucking baby's bottle. <laughs> they'd be having a Heineken bit of whiskey. You'd be your little brother would be crying for a drink <laughs> and your dad put a bleeding bit of Carlsberg in the bottle and fucking give it to him and shut him up. See, remember see seven up Lucas Aid and all yeah. he used to put in and give it to the three year old. Yeah, show here. Yeah. Now. Oh. Oh, going back, going back, right? I have to tell you another soft drink story on, and then on, you tell, tell us, us though before I forget. So, just because I don't know where all these fucking soft drink stories are coming from. but uh, We're looking for soft drink sponsors, by the way, yeah. I remember, like, uh, <laughs> every night we get a glass of 7-Up uh, or whatever as our tree. It was uh, yeah. called our goodies. My ma used to give me and my little brother, right? In our little plastic cups. 
Mm. Uh, these were deadly little cups, though. I had a little pink one and it had glitter on it. Um, and Jake had a blue one or whatever. <laughs> I don't know what we were doing as kids, but we had this weird thing. So I would have been about eight and Jake was four years younger. So he would have been about four or maybe I was nine. He was five. But around that bracket where I used to make him. <laughs> my mad come in and give us the drinks and then she'd walk out to the kitchen because that was where my man and dad chilled after yeah. conversations or whatever and we'd be left in the we'd be left in the sitting room to watch telly or whatever uh, before we went to bed and <laughs> I don't know how it came about but I I said must have said to Jake one time do you know it would be funny <laughs> if you open your t-shirt like at your neck and pour the drink down your <laughs> So every night for like a year, every time he got his drink at night time, <laughs> I'd go, go on, and do it. And he'd be like, oh, let's have a sub first. And he'd have a sub. And he'd, he'd pour the whole drink down his chest. And I'd lose me shit laughing. But I used to be a bollock, so I used to be like, you're gas. You're real funny. That was real funny. Sorry, it's just a word. Have you ever apologised to Jake over Sorry, it? Sorry, Jake, uh, <laughs> for that. So even every night, he, he must have been going with a big sticky chest <laughs> trying might, to sleep. You might think, what's wrong with this child? <laughs> He's very <laughs> sticky every morning. I can't put my finger on it there. Anyway, what was your... Uh... So when I was younger, right, most people don't believe this, but... Believe it to be true, people, because all my family have backed me up on this, right? Um, when I was younger, the only thing that would make me sleep when I was on the bottle was coffee. What? Me, me dad used to give me coffee. Shut up. And it, and it, I'd be gone. I'd go asleep. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> You're the backwards man. <laughs> Definitely the backwards man. The backwards <laughs> man. He can do whatever you can. I what can run hell? backwards faster than you can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? What? Yeah, like I don't know why, but like ever since I was younger, I love coffee. I love coffee. It was, it was at one stage there, maybe two or three years ago, where I was drinking too much coffee, you know, and I had to just give it rest for a while. And and now nowadays now I'm 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 an avid coffee drinker. No right. wonder you love coffee. Your right. outflow was giving it to you in a fucking bottle when you were one. And and <laughs> it just like sent me off. Do you know That's what I mean? Mental. Off to bed. But um now he did used to put a load of milk in it. Do you know what I mean? But it was ever since I was younger the smell of coffee just got me. Why didn't he just give you the milk? I don't know. You know? <laughs> just, the outflow was just like you know what I mean? If it works, it works. Give it up. <laughs> what made him think, like, to try that, though? Because I was always at him, at his cups and all. Gives us up that. I wouldn't be coffee. able to talk now. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, I was yeah. that young. I think I was, like, probably one and a half, two. And be like, yeah, go on, yeah. Go on. Mad times. Do you remember, like, I remember my dad used to chew uh, sweets for me. He used to chew sweets? He used to choose sweets for me, so like, that's the type of thing I tell my kids, so I can just get the first few bites out. Of it. But like that's rotten now. I'd never uh, go up to me dad now, and I, so <laughs> it was them little moo moo sweets. Do you know the 
The, what yeah. are they? What are they? Milky Mill. Milky Mills. Yeah. Uh, how do we describe them? Um, so they would be a a, a, a hard coated white sweet that became chewy after you got through the shell. But yeah, it was really, it was hard They're at the start. They're actually richy, richy sweets as well, the class has. Now, I think the Milky Moo was, was a, uh, had a cow on it, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. And it was the a blue, kind of baby kind of blue, blue packet, packet. Blue and white. So, um, these sweets were actually softer. They actually, if you spell Richie with a T-C-H, what most people do when they say Richie, even though my name on everything is Richie, they still get Oh, they, they were called Richie's Milky Mills, were they? Um, no, so they were a different type of the same sweet. But mm. the, the Richie sweets are actually were actually harder. The Milky Meal were a little bit softer. Yeah. But I totally get the ones that you're on about. Because so, I nearly lost probably about five teeth bleeding eating them. Yeah, I, I remember like as like some of my youngest memories was going up to my dad and he'd have them because he loved my man dad loved them for some reason it was their favourite sweet they are nice um, but yeah. I'd go can I have one and he'd put, put it in his mouth and chew it for me and then give it to me Do you know? but like imagine doing that now like it's, yeah. it's just like it's go weird <laughs> like oh no we need to record. I wish I could go back time and go no Jamie don't <laughs> just, just avoid them I know it tastes good little baby Jamie but you know you That's, should you should go over to him with a packet of Milky Meal and say, "Here, Dad, remember you used to chew them for us when you were younger." I just want to t- rekindle our <laughs> our uh, father get, son relationship. Get close to you again. <laughs> 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 he just go, "What the fuck off here with that?" Um, uh, yeah. Other sweets, other sweets from the from the nineties. Oh, Warders. Remember the Warders? Yeah, Warders are still around now, though. Yeah, they are, but like they're still that's fucking gorgeous. They are lovely. I love getting them in the airport when you're going anywhere. I love the, sucking know, on the them. The ex, the nasty. No, but because they, they're real sucky. The way sweets. you said that, I love sucking on them. They are the real sucky ones. Real sucky, sucky sweets. What What was around? Like, do you remember, like how, like compared to nowadays, like. What you kind of let, allow, like what I allow my kids to eat when they're when they're here, mm. like we used to get a lovely fiver the odd time and be yeah. say go on go to shop off your auntie or whatever. Well, or your a fiver it was probably two weeks. When oh we were yeah, younger. but remember like the stuff you'd get. Yeah, you'd be f- pulling the teeth out of your head with <laughs> Dan bars, Wham bars, Stinger yeah. bars, uh, and if anyone doesn't know what they are, basically glue, yeah, glue with rubber sugar. with sugar. Just pure sugar. Oh, all them. that's why all of our teeth are effect. Like my, my, my mouth is full of like fillings, full of fillings. Um, I used to be terrified of the dentist as well. I can remember. Let's let's go to the dentist. So, I was at the dentist, and he was he was after he was after giving me the injection. Sorry, there was a technical difficulty. Yeah, we will have to say it because it's gonna look mental. Yeah. <laughs> um, um. Okay. So we were at the at the dentist. He gave me the the. Local anaesthetic, and he he then uh, like so it would have been norm for for anyone, and it wasn't for me that time, so he he thought I was lying, so he kept going at me tooth, and he was giving me a filling, and he had to he had to drill at the because obviously um with the decay that was that was coming up on the tooth because I I I never used to brush my teeth as a child, it was never. A, a solid thing within my family to go oh no you need to go brush your teeth it, it, it just wasn't you know so it it got to the point where I had to get a filling done 
and he said, if you feel any pain, just raise your hand. So we went at it, raised my hand straight away. And he's like, you can feel that. And I said, yeah. And he, he went at it again, and he was like, right, let me know if you feel if you feel any of this. He said, just raise your hand. Raise me hand. And he could actually feel I it? I could actually feel it, yeah. Oh. So he gave me another injection, and he said, right, well, you go out. I'm going to see someone else now, and you come back into me. And by then, you should be good to go then. So I came back in. Now, this time, when he went at me, he managed to pinch me cheek, like like me me cheek, when when he grabbed onto the tooth. Oh, so and he was pulling it out. No, like he, he wasn't pulling it out, but he, he grabbed onto the tooth with with one of his tools or whatever it was, and I raised my hand and he said, ah, "No, you're you're messing, you're messing." So it, it was after that then I was like, "Well, I'm not like I can feel being hurt in my mouth." So. Like, that's why I'm raising my hand. You told me to raise my hand. That's what I'm doing. And so that that had passed. He gave me the filling. It was quite painful. And I was terrified to go to the dentist then after that. Mm. So. Well, he did give you the two injections, though, as well. Yeah. Which. Like, it, 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 it was a strange, strange, like, time. Like, for me, like, to, to go to the dentist. So any time I was thinking I was going to the dentist, I was going to feel it. So I can remember then the mandatory one came and my sister Sandy was to take me down because my dad was walking, my mum was walking. Um, and I think my mum had like played in two, three jobs going at the time. But uh, like it, it, was, it was one of them times that where my sister had to take me and I got that nervous about going. I actually got sick. Mm. So we went down. <clears throat> Again, like I, I felt quite a bit of pain even after the injection but I just bared it you mm, know mm. and they gave me um, at that time they gave me uh, I, th- I think it was just one filling then as well and there was another time then after that like uh, quite a painful experience again with the crisp packets remember like uh, I, I told the story uh, which was which was proper about me jumping off the roof mm. so um, another time that those crisp packets got taken out and it was around Halloween time it was no actually it would have been after Halloween and we were all jumping into these like 30 40 kids jumping into it what's this got to do with crisp packets so uh, before like before I had to go to the dentist again this is what happened we're all jumping in and out of nowhere uh, a kid like threw himself into the crisp packets and caught me straight in the mouth into the crisp packets I'm confused so do you know do you know the rappers I was telling you we unwound all the rappers in the field and I ran and jumped off the roof okay so for people who are listening to this one they may not not have heard the other ones Uh, you used to live in beside a crisp factory and you used to take all the packaging uh, Uh, out and jump into it so it was a derelict factory so like all the crisp packets the the empty not the empty the unrolled crisp packets were still there so we'd unravel all them and uh, what had happened then was a, a kid had jumped into the crisp packets and caught me straight in the mouth. So my bottom tooth hair yeah. like snapped in half. Oh. So hold on because I, 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 I think we're having a little bit of an issue here with me talking into the mic. So no, he, right. he caught me straight into the mouth and I can remember it was it was it went on for 
like for a week or two where the it was actually just before Christmas because I can remember then eating um what was I eating? I was eating, do you know, the the selection boxes, a fudge bar and the thing went in and like obviously because the, the, the tooth was was cracked in half, the uh what you call it? Um what are they called? The like the the real sensitive part of the tooth. The nerve. The nerve. The nerve yeah. was shown. And uh, when I bit down on the fudge, nasty, oh. nasty time. Uh, cried me eyes out. Actually, that was the last time then that I went to the dentist until I was about, I'd say I was about 18. And I had to go, I had to get two of my teeth removed from up the top, up the top, top left and top right because of how much um, decay had grown on them. I had to get them removed. And it was so painful. I had two abscesses, one on either side. So I had to actually take antibiotics and wait a couple of days and then get them out. And up until that point, I was terrified of dentists. Because at that time then, I had went to a dentist, a different dentist. And it was like the only time I'd ever felt nothing. You know, like it was the, the first time I'd ever felt nothing in the dentist. And that, like, that terrified me from, from going to the dentist. And all of that because the amount of crap that we used to eat. <laughs> oh, yeah. Growing up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot where we got onto it. Uh, yeah. Um, I was always leading back to that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's it. It's it's way different um, yeah. to what it is now, to what we used to eat, yeah. you know. And, you know, I'm sure, you know, it... it kids still do where they go to shop and stuff and buy whatever they want but mm. back then like it was so cheap as well that if you had it if you had two two euro like you could get loads of stuff yeah. i remember being getting a bottle of coca bar a packet of crisps and some sweets for like 150 yeah that was a bottle of coke and all like, i'm top like so yeah it was it, it, it was a way different different time and definitely like it was only, like I'm sure, like it was tooth tooth health as well. Yeah. Or whatever way you want to see, it was only co- kind of coming in. Do you remember where like yeah. people would come into the school and say how important it is to brush your teeth and all? Yeah, I can remember um, those. For yeah, so it was uh, it was a different time. Whereas now, if you didn't tell your kids to brush your teeth, you know, it's it's uh, it's very frowned upon. But yeah, back then people were were you know. We didn't have much either, do you know? Yeah. Not everybody in the family had a toothbrush, I remember, you know, <laughs> at some, yeah, it was st- like some, a, some stages. It, it, it was the the case of, like, it wasn't, it was, like, social media has done this, though. The the platform to be shown to more people has done this, has has almost um, catapulted, like, um, visual health into the limelight. Where you could be, like, you could be absolutely dying sick and you'll do yourself up to take a photo, some people would, to take a photo to to look good. It's it's almost like social media, like, social media is a leaderboard. Yeah, like, some people comes. even, like, like, we, I remember in the 90s, it didn't really fucking matter what we wore. No. Like, especially as kids, until we got to, like, 13, 14, and we're like, oh, I want Timberland shoes or whatever, yeah. you know. But as kids, we didn't give a f- 
what we were wearing. Yeah. And um the parents once it fitted us <laughs> it was grand yeah because now like i'm not t- talking like we were in the fucking 1920s like we got new clothes uh, you know maybe not everybody didn't have a toothbrush it was a bit of a stretch because we did <laughs> but like uh, like we'd get you know some penny's clothes or your yeah. older brother's clothes or whatever and it wasn't a big deal because you're right actually because nowadays p- parents take pictures of their their four-year-old's outfit and go uh little tommy's outfit for the day and there's nothing wrong with that yeah. and it's great that they take pride in it if that's what they like they like but back in the 90s where, where i grew up in north dublin you know it was like sure it's gonna be wrecked anyway in a few hours just whack whatever yeah. on them like and that's i still can't understand why people spend so much on clothes uh, on brand name clothes for the kids. In, in, in my head, it makes no sense, but I know that other parents take great pride in it. Like, probably the way, you know, like, you know, obviously you want your kids to look well nowadays yeah. and stuff, but some people take it to a whole different level. Like, back in the 90s, you know, you'd only have some brand new clothes at Christmas. Yeah. And maybe, uh, what was it? The, there was like, was it Easter Sunday? Easter. Easter Sunday, you'd get new, new, new clothes and stuff. Oh, yeah, um, I can remember uh one of the times my sister Tracy she uh she, she shouted down to me and then I I used to live in uh flat complex so um so she shouted down she said, Come up I got, I got new clothes for you. I got I got your new shorts and a t shirt the beginning of the summer. So I went up and I put these on and I was convinced that they were girls' clothes. Why? That they were girls shorts and girls top because they were absolutely bet on to me. <laughs> now <laughs> she she tried to convince me, right? She tried to convince me. No, they're cycling shorts. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh. And I was like, these are not cycling shorts. They're, they're like they 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 don't have space for for a boy. If you get me. Yeah, 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 yeah. The L P and yeah. So, I I was left like she was like, "Well, you're wearing them," oh, and then no. and then my ma was like, y- "You're wearing them." She's had to get them for you. Oh, you're wearing no. them. So I had to wear them out. So you went out as in leggings, little Richie, yeah. um, <laughs> shorts, shorts and a t-shirt, legging shorts. And even at that in the nineties, um, I can remember I used to have a fringe when I when I was younger and. Uh, because it was easy enough. Uh, there, there was no going to the barbers then. No paying like five euro or five pounds or five euro, ten euro for a haircut. The outfit get out the razor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The odd time you get a haircut for like a yeah. communicant. Yeah. Or, or Christmas. But this time I didn't try. I've <laughs> gone back to school. And and, and, and and like for those people who know me personally, right? The outfit was fond of an old drink, right? To say the least. And I can remember this one time. So, um, there was this one day that he was cutting me hair. And uh, he forgot to put the, the part back on. And he, he he went full bald on me. Like, like he, he shaved a bit off of it. And he's like, oh, well. <laughs> there's no there's no escaping that. So, we're just going to have to do the rest of it. <laughs> I did the same to Alex during COVID when all the barbers were closed. Oh, no. Yeah. So I was fully bald. To my son, Alex. I was fully, fully bald all the way over. (laughs) 
and he left me with the little fucking fringe at the front, didn't oh, he? Oh no. <laughs> the Ballymun fringe, I, I as looked, people call I it. I looked like a little monk. I would have looked like <laughs> one of them, you know, out of uh, Snoopy or something like that. Do you know one of the characters out of Snoopy with the, just a little bit of hair at the front, big yeah, bald head? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something yeah. like that. Jesus. Huh? Got some slaggings down, I did. Well. <sighs> It, it was the 90s though wasn't it it was and stuff like that was part of it I'm I'm honestly glad I grew up in the 90s I wouldn't it's the, it was the perfect time for me games were coming out playstations and you were still you weren't um, surrounded by technology the way we are now I loved every bit of it Um, shout out to the 90s everybody yeah <laughs> the 90s um We'll get into Proper Pony, will proper we? Proper Pony for this week. So the story I told last week, well, it was two weeks ago because I, I missed it because I was sick, um, was that I got hit, hit in the in the, in the the eye with a stone. and had With a mukball yeah, with a stone in it. And I had to wear a patch and stuff. And it was actually proper. It was true. It did happen. Um, it was horrible. I had to wear a patch just like you did. You, you just, just like you were for like a month. Um, and I nearly went blind in my, I think it's my left eye, I can't remember which one, but I nearly went blind in, in, in my eye. Uh, thankfully, my sight came back, but it's still not the same, and that's why I wear sunglasses all the time, because one of my eyes, one of my eyes, the pupils doesn't dilate properly, so yeah. it lets in too much light. Uh, it doesn't go, go as small as it's supposed to. So there you go, that's, that's true. Uh, it's your turn now this it week. It is. So do you want to explain what Proper Pony is? So for... Proper Pony is a story that we either make up or that we tell um, that uh, you as a community need to decide, well, individually, obviously, but um, you need to decide if it was if it's Proper or Pony, if it's true or false. So this week... I'll bring it back to the 90s for a story. Oh, nice. Right? So, when I was younger, I went to the shop. And it wasn't often that I'd be given money. Because I, I can remember I used to always asking me, brother, brothers or sisters, any odds? Any odds? So... I used to say, any change? It was odds for me. Mm. So, I I used to... I, I, I got some money this time anyway. And I went down to the shop. And there was this guy. um, And he, he had he had learning difficulties. And he was standing outside the shop. And now, this guy used to terrify me because he didn't know if he was, like, uh, if he was going to be friendly or if he was going to, like, be in a rage or anything like that because he he used to kind of rage out. And, like, he used to have moments. But we knew that, like, he wasn't wasn't well. So we just kind of, like, either avoided him or, like, at these times... Or, like, he, he was just being sound. So, um, went into the shop anyway. And I had, I think it was about a pound. And I got a drink and a bar and a packet of crisps. And I went outside the shop and I literally only opened uh, the, the can of Coca-Cola. And this guy, he said, Give me a shubby, your can of Coke. <laughs> <laughs> now, this young fellow was much older, much stronger. But... I was like, he wanted a sup of that coke. Yeah, I was like, um, no, uh, this is mine. You have to, you have to ask your ma. Now, again, I was probably about about nine, about nine or ten, and he just gave me a merciful clatter across the face, <laughs> <laughs> and the can of coke went everywhere. 
and uh, <laughs> I, I raged out a little bit because I, I I knew I couldn't like I I've never backed down from a fight, but I wasn't gonna fight with someone with learning difficulties. Yeah, well, that's so a different ball game altogether. I, I just lashed out and I threw the can on the ground, and and I went off and. Uh, I turned around then, and there he was picking the can up off the ground and, and drinking the rest of it um, Whoa. With, with his victory. So oh, I kind of hope it's true because it's just funny that you got a slap <laughs> just because you had a can of Coke. <laughs> so is that proper or pony? Is that, it seems very detailed to me, so I'm going to say proper because it's just, it's almost something. If you made it up, you're a weirdo. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So... Oh. Uh, I am I, a weirdo. Yeah, but I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that's proper. But what do you think? Let us know in the in the comments below. Uh, and Richie will tell us in the next episode uh, whether it was proper or pony. Uh, we still have a few things coming up on the podcast. We're gonna yeah. be doing our stand up very soon as well. Our five minute. Uh, what's it called? The one. What's the challenge called again? Uh, oh, that, uh, the one leg, one eye, one month challenge. Yes, that will be that happening. Is, maybe not. The next episode, but maybe the episode after that, where we try, uh, f I try five minutes to stand up on stage in a real venue, and so does Richie, and you guys get to pick um, who you think was the funniest on the night. Uh, please do support this podcast by just simply liking and leaving a comment uh, underneath. If you're on YouTube, if you're on Spotify, maybe share it to some of your friends and say, have a listen to this, this is funny, uh, or this is interesting if you like it, I don't know, whatever your opinion is of it. Uh, share it about first, uh, maybe put it in some Facebook groups that you're in, um, if you're in any face Facebook groups or Reddit groups or anything like that, uh, really will help us out going forward. And um, also, if you think that you have an interesting story um, or that you have a disability that you'd like to talk about, feel free to get in contact with us mm -hmm. and, and we can we can get you on at some stage, mm -hmm. depending on availability, of course. And uh, yeah, just put the word out because we're, we're always interested in, in getting some folks on and with interesting stories or like trying to flip a negative into a positive. Exactly. We're always up for that. Exactly, yeah, you're dead right. So uh, just get in touch with us and yep. tweet, tweet at us. Uh, all of our socials for Twitter, Instagram. We have Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, everything for the podcast. If you just want to check them out as well, we would appreciate that. The link is in the description. Um, uh, yeah, so that, that, that's really it for this week. Uh, I've enjoyed it. What a, what yeah. a weird roller coaster of a, yeah, of a Emotional, yeah. laughing crying nostalgic a bit, a bit of everything really this week yeah no i've enjoyed it and we will have more guests going forward as well but we want to do episodes like this where it's just myself and 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 myself just chilling just out chatting away giving a little bit of more finer detail about us and our upbringings yeah and 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 how we go on our day-to-day -day journeys i'd love to know some funny memories you have of your childhoods if you have any leave yeah. them in the co even if it's a big paragraph we do read them even if it's 10 paragraphs feel free to fill us in on uh, some stories from your uh, childhood if you were gr grew up in the 80s or the 70s or the 90s or even the early 2000s whenever it was and what do you miss about or, or is there any funny stories that happened with you and your mates uh, or you know anything at all let us know and maybe we could read one or two of them out next week if anybody does get back to us so thank you uh, Richie you're a legend uh, you can go follow Richie's as well as on Twitter it's underscore or what's your new, your new um, Twitter at 
Rich F Games. At Rich F Games. I'm Jamie J. Carr on Twitter if you want to check that out on Instagram as well. Uh, we both do live streams from, from time to time on Twitch as well. If anybody's interested and you watch live streams, you can find me and Richie on there as well. And I also have a different YouTube channel where I'm working on a series called 32 Counties, 32 Questions. If anyone wants to check it out. Sorry, I know I'm throwing everything at you, but uh, maybe something there will tweak your, your interest. But uh, We have it, a plethora of things that we a do. Plethora! It's like a cheese board of content. <laughs> Swiss cheese. Good luck. Bye. Tune in again next week. Hope yeah. Yeah. Right.